podcast rick paulton and uh ryan ryan over there over there somewhere there he is there he is what's up brother hey what's going on man <laughs> living the dream my friend living the dream me too drinking these 24 cent two liters nice nice hell of a deal yeah hell of a deal candace rob dow hey candace uh rob dow say john miski jason in the house hey, hey rob are you gonna be there on um, february 3rd to see kane Let's see what he says. Because I'll be competing against him in the in the costume contest, the the, the cosplay contest that they're going to be doing. But anywho, stiff, stiff competition. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, and then um, Ricky's going to wear his um part eight thing if we can get his mask uh, doctored up. Because remember the last thing his uh, yeah. one of the rivets came out or something. We should be able to fix that. I'd come take a look at that now that I have time and resources. <laughs> I think it'll be. I think it won't be a problem. I have a rivet or two. I could just pop a rivet in there. Yeah, that, that's all we need, really. Yep. JP in the house. Right on. JP is going to be going live uh, at eight o'clock tonight. No, he, he. They're going to do a live comment section on YouTube when they release their current episode of their podcast, Cine Nerds, starring yours truly. That's right. Yeah, went over there. We reviewed uh, Hobo with a Shotgun. You ever see that? I don't think I have. Oh, it is fucking phenomenal. I had a real good time watching it and talking about it. His uh, co-host uh, and uh, guitarist for uh, McKillar's Confession, James. James, uh, oh, God, he was going off. He did not like this film at all. <laughs> so it's going to be it's gonna be worth it just to watch it for that, for sure. But, um, yeah, it's uh, directed by Jason Eisenberg, I believe his name is. Uh, the guy from um, Tales from the... Or Dark Side of the Ring and um, Tales of the Territory. Oh, okay. One of the directors there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he said, uh, J- JP says he hates it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, you got to get more movies like that to force him to watch because it's just fucking comical. <laughs> Rick's, Rick's on every show now, guys, if you didn't notice that. I'm a popular guy. He's, so, uh, go ahead. He's, he's the Peyton Manning of horror podcasts. <laughs> so Peyton Manning's on like every commercial. Right. So... With that thought, I'm going to need all of you guys to, after you're done here, to at least um, jump on that live for a couple minutes and make JP think having me on was uh, beneficial to him. <laughs> <laughs> make him think I matter. Okay, guys? It'd be awesome. Hey, he boosts our ratings. Yeah, I know. So I want to kind of at least halfway do the same or at least, um, you know, create the illusion of the same. On JP his. Cross gets clicks, that guy. That, that's true. So, um, speaking of people in the comments, she's not here right now, but uh, Rosa, Rosa, who's here, been here since day one, always here every week. Maybe she's here and she just hasn't commented. We'll see. 
but she made this guy for me. I don't know. Can we can we see that? Yeah, I see the, the mug. Yeah. yeah, and then she made, on the back. She put it backwards just in case our camera, you know, is one of them reverse. Deals. Yeah. But when I had it on the show, like it would. So I thought that was really cool. So she's gonna make some stuff for us. So we're gonna do some merch with, work out some deals with her um, to do some stuff. We're gonna do um, cups, and uh, she made a hat for you, Ryan. I got it somewhere. Oh no. Yeah, a little um, toboggan. Is that what they're called? The kids call them a skull cap. Oh, okay. We called them a toboggan back yeah. in the day. Or a beanie. <laughs> a beanie. I've heard yeah, a beanie. beanie. No, yeah. that's the new thing. That's what the kids today call yeah. them. The kids when we were kids called them scullies. Yeah. And then before that, it was a, a toboggan. <laughs> we, we sell those at my place of employment, and they're listed as beanies. Beanies. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's what the new kids call them. But we got some other stuff that she did, too. So, yeah, I'm going to... So th- but even even if she's not here, she'll hear it later. Thank you, Rosa. I appreciate it. Right on, right on. So that's it. Um, R&R Affordable Collectibles, I think, is the name of her uh, page, which is on Facebook. R&R Affordable Creations. Creations, that's right. Yeah. And then um, she made this for me a while ago. Audrey, got, too. Yeah. She, dude, the detail in this thing is just so awesome. And I guess she, she says these aren't hard to make. She whips these together, like, really quick. And they're pretty cool better than anything you could buy if you're a fan of the movie i um, love that movie i said i i sent one to brian because on his podcast he had commented one time i'd like to get a little replica for my desk of audrey and audrey I was like, too yeah i got this i got this i know how to make this happen are you a fan of little shop of horror i seen it when i was a kid and i loved it when i was a kid but i haven't seen it since me and michaela tried to watch it once and mm-hmm. something happened and we I don't remember. We couldn't keep watching it, but I, I did like it a lot as a kid. Rick Moranis is the shit. Yeah. So Steve I'm, Martin. Steve Martin's so good. Yeah. In it. And I'm pretty sure she'll like it. You know, it's yeah. more like something she liked. But our topic tonight, which we'll get into eventually, is um the Hatchet movie, 2006, and Rosa also made me this little guy. <laughs> we got this Victor Crowley guy here. She made me a a whole set of these um, with all the different um, horror characters. They're all back there, and then she did this one special afterwards because um, I was gonna take that and actually give it to Kane, and I forgot it. Oh, when I when I seen Kane at the at the Pennsylvania Jason takes Pennsylvania event that got all well, and then was cool later. We'll see him again soon enough. Yeah, but I got a kind of attached to him now, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been debating if I'm gonna you know I'm gonna take out there and show it to him. Like I was gonna give you this maybe. Yeah, <laughs> so I might still give it to him. Who knows? If you like. If he wants it, you're like, what's it worth to you, big fella? <laughs> <laughs> um, the original Little Shop is great, too. It stars Jack Nicholson. Did you know that? I know that it was a remake, but I don't know the details of the yeah, original. I mean, if Jackson, then it's got to be pretty cool. I thought it predated that, even, mm. for some, whatever reason, because the remake was the mid-'80s. Yeah, the remake was in the mid '80s. So, yeah, uh, it's not like he was acting even like 20 years before that, you know. Or he'd be oh, under. Jack? Jack Jackson is late '80s. Yeah, he started acting what mid '60s. I would say, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I know JP knows his shit, so I'm gonna say that it's probably true. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up now to see. Riveting, riveting. Um. Television here. Television. Is it television? What are we? I mean, we're not radio. You know, I can't say radio. Streaming. Riveting streaming? That just doesn't sound right. I know it doesn't. Eh. Nothing sounds right. 
<laughs> Hopefully, I sound better. I got an actual microphone and using the computer. That's why I'm all like whited out because of the brightness on this thing. I have no idea how to use it. Yeah, I know. I that. did. I did figure out how to get us on um on iTunes. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. It's pretty fancy. JP JP helped me with that. He got me set up with the Podbean thing and that the Podbean. You ever heard of it? I have. It sends you uh, all over the place to all different um, people that uh, do the podcast distribution. Sends it to every site imaginable and Timbuktu. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Still, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this out. You're fine. Um, little shop of horrors. I got 1960. Yeah. 1960. I don't yeah. see no Jack Nicholson. No, neither do I. I didn't think that sounded right. Maybe he meant, meant to type somebody else's name. Yeah. You got Jonathan Hayes with Seymour. That sounds... That it sounds, was a Roger Cameron film, the original, the original in 1960s, I think. Roger Corman? Corman, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. And yes, that's the director. So I have yeah. the right movie. Yeah. But Nicholson was not in that movie, JP. No. And if he was, I, you know, I... Oh, yes, he was. He was Wilberforce. Really? Yes, he was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I doubted you, my friend. Yeah, that's still <laughs> just, that still sounds crazy to me. I don't remember that, but I'll have to rewatch. Jack it. was the Dennis and the OG. Brian Emanizer. South Jersey Jason. Look at mm. that. Yeah. So he was the Steve Martin role. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Anywho. Anywho. Before we get to our main event, yes. So I had um, announcements. I, I talked about the the merch thing we're gonna have going on. I talked about. Um, see, I need to break this shit, man. What did I say in my thing? I said, uh, "Oh, here I know. I know how to remind myself." So I I, I booked our our next guest today. Yeah. So we're, we'll talk about that in just a second. But I think there's a third thing. Let's see, because Jared said he can't be here, and he, he hit me up for the deets. Mm -hmm. what I was going to talk about. Oh, our new um, spinoff wrestling podcast. Ah. We uh, we uh, put the, the pilot episode on my Facebook page. I don't know if any of you guys had a chance to check that out. Comment in the comments and let me know what you thought about that. I didn't even know that. I mean, you you told me it was a thought. I didn't even know it like happened already, though, until I saw it pop up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, we got that out there. Um, the guy I wanted to do it with me um, couldn't yeah. do it for whatever reason, so... Um, I got my uh, my nephew to replace him, and, and they're it, both really loud. So yeah, it looked like <laughs> that'd be a good replacement for him. But then on camera, he gets all like sheepish and quiet. I saw. So we'll have to work I on that. Who's all on there? And I saw Rick and a couple of marks. <laughs> a couple of marks. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So <laughs> JP says, "I told you." <laughs> I can say, man, we're sorry we doubted you on that. We, we, won't, we won't make that mistake again. He's a synonym. Of course he knows. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's up on my Facebook page. So give, give that a watch if you uh, want. We, we reviewed the – every week we're going to review a different match, watch it with you, and um, talk about it. And this week we did Flair and Funk. We we, we, we did a, an episode before with um, Funk and uh, Lawler, which was the original five-star match. But Yeah. Um, Towards the end of the podcast, we just started rambling and bullshitting, and it just went on forever. And I don't know how to edit shit, you know. And so I didn't want to. I didn't want to use that one. Plus, uh, Donald kind of shit on it. What? So, yeah, I know. But, you know, whatever. So, like I said, Rick and a couple of Mark. Exactly. Exactly. 
So, but this there new no, one, I think, went a little. There were no backflips in the match. Right, right. Negative <laughs> five star. And then um, I wanted them to like introduce themselves and talk about themselves a little bit. It's the first time I guess they did something like this. So, like, and I, I, I guess I was probably a shitty interviewer. They were shitty interviewees, but we'll get better at it. I wanted them to talk about like how he trained to wrestle and stuff like that. But yeah. I didn't think about. I thought about that before we went on the air, but I didn't tell him that, and then I didn't bring it up in the discussion. So who knows? But check that out, guys. Let us know what you think. Um, and if you like it, awesome. Um, it'll be we'll, we're going to be posting more stuff like that. And if you don't like it, we'll try to make it better so you might like it. I, and then, go ahead. My only thought where I would tie into that is this. If, whenever you're going to go over a match with Bret Hart in it, I want to be on there. Oh, yeah. We, we'll get you on. <laughs> we'll get you on. Right on. Because so, you know how that's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> so we got uh, one more announcement. Our next guest that we're going to have, February 8th. I locked this down. Um, the guy actually responded to me like in the middle of the night last night, like 1, 2 in the morning. He might be on the West Coast. That might be why. Or he's just a party animal. I don't know. But I rolled over. My phone went off. And I was like, yeah, I ain't got time for that right now. Hopefully hopefully he'll still listen. You know, respond in the morning. <laughs> so I did get back to him in the morning. Uh, Brett Wagner. You familiar with him? Sounds familiar. Brett Wagner. He's um, he uh was um Leatherface in the 2003 movie for like uh one or two scenes. Mm-hmm. He there's a story to it which we'll talk about. I'm not going to spoil it now. We'll talk about it on the podcast. But he's also did uh, the movie The Crazies. Are you familiar with that movie? Yes. The the the, the newer one. I think it's from 2011. Um, I know the original. Yeah, and I'm gonna watch both in preparation for for the thing. Um, he played one scene. Yeah, the, it's uh the Kepper kill. It's called, and uh, he uh, yeah. Like I said, I don't want to get into it because we're gonna let him get into it when he's on the show. Why it was that? Um, that the remake is good. Uh, JP says for the crazies. He was also he he also uh, he he was in an episode of Sons. He he was uh he has a lot of credits. He's been around for a long time. He does a podcast now and he does all the horror conventions and he'll do in photo in in costume photo ops. But he doesn't do them with the chainsaw because he never got to use it on the on the mm-hmm. on the in the movie. He he killed his guy with a hammer, so he signs replicas of the hammer and stuff. And he, he seems like a really cool guy. I, I I've heard a couple podcasts with him on it. And, um, I think that's why his name sounds familiar is from being on list of convention. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he does tons of conventions. He's known as the Lost Leatherface. Okay. The Lost Leatherface because um again he was only in the one scene, and um, he was replaced by uh, the dude from <sighs> Batman Returns, whose name escapes me as a total jerk. <laughs> he is like he like I've heard all kinds of horror stories about him on conventions. Um, somebody in the comments might know his name and might say it, but yeah. So we got Brett Wagner. He's going to be on the show February eighth. He uh, he um he, he actor um uh, he he's done stunts he's done um one of them um shows that's like a garage show like you, let me look up this guy I'm telling, let me look it up he also uh, trained to be a wrestler with um John Cena interesting right so <clears throat> cool, cool cool stuff I wonder how far back that was UPW okay. Uh, Samoa Joe was there as well, but um, he's still pretty active. He's, he does a lot of horror movies. 
Yeah, right there in his trivia. Was a professional wrestler. Okay. What is the name? It's a, something garage. It's something. Why is it so hard for me to find right now? Like one of those shows from, um, like the same channel that had like Pawn Stars and all that. Yeah, shit. yeah, like that. Um, I know what you're talking about. Maybe if I go down to self, maybe it'll be there. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, but now it's just killing me. I got, I got to find it. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. Andrew Bayanarski, that is the Monster Garage. Thanks, Charles Sherrod. I wish I would have seen it. He there said he know. interviewed him last year. Um, oh, I didn't even know you were your, your show was out last year. Um, oh, you mean last year's in 2023 or 22? But um, either way, awesome. Um, I'm gonna have to check out your interviews for some um, inspiration research. Yeah, research. I do that <laughs> when I'm gonna when I have somebody on. When I'm driving in the lift, I'll I'll put them on. I, I must have missed that one because um, I thought I'd seen all your shows, but I, I don't remember seeing that one. But I will um, definitely check that out. I'll, I'll put them on when I'm doing the lift to get ideas and re research and like um, that's how I knew so much about um, Ken Cade, Ken Sagos yeah. when he was on. Now he he posted a picture of me. He was advertising his comic book. And he made up some quote that I never said. Should I say something about that or should I just let it go? Say something about it. <laughs> no, I'm going to say it here, but I'm saying, should I say it to him? Oh, oh. What, well, what was the quote? It's, it's a picture of me holding the comic book. And yeah. he says, um, you know, like, you know, like, like when you watch a, a movie, it'll show like the critics and what they think about yeah, the yeah, movie. Yeah. Like that. He goes, um, it's like Jason, Chucky, and Freddy all rolled into one. I never said that. I did say a lot of good things about the comic book, though. Yeah. So why not use something I actually said? <laughs> maybe somebody else. Maybe it's somebody not, else by the said way. that. Maybe and someone else. Up. Maybe someone. Yeah. Maybe someone else said that, and he just attributed it to you. It was an honest mistake, maybe. Maybe, 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 or he was just trying to make his shit look good. I don't know. But no, I did say a lot of. I really, really want him, and I'll loan you my copy. Um, to I want him to turn it into an ongoing series. I think I could do it. You know, like just with the ideas he had, and to make new ideas, but. You know, but somebody needs to because it's a very good idea. All right, right on. Um, so we're getting like way off the uh, Jared Haggerty says, What's up, boys? I thought he wasn't gonna be able to watch, but here he is. Um Brett Wagner, um, and Kane Hodder and Bill Mosley seen it smothered, a movie that had Brett Wagner, Kane Hodder, and Bill Mosley. I was reading that wrong. It says, you know, oh, I can't do the touch screen things, I'm on my computer. Yeah. See, this is uh Rob Dell, he says I thought he was saying that he smothered with Brett. I was like, what the hell is he trying to say here? But then he cleared it up here. Have you seen Smothered? <laughs> no, I haven't, but um, I will definitely uh, add that to the list to check out. So, Do you have any, you have well, any more announcements? I think that's it. I think okay. I got it covered. Took me um, 20 minutes to do so. That's okay. <laughs> I figured this this movie, if we could cover this in probably 30 yeah, no, I figure this is going to be a quick a quick one too because yeah, because you know we're not going to do a shot by shot deal. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, you because know. before we get into that, you know, okay. you're not going. I'm not going to let you off the hook. <laughs> what about Baker Mayfield? Oh, we got lots to talk about, but that's part of it. <laughs> oh, okay, but you can check the footage, man. I said he was going to win the game. I said he was going to play big, and uh, yeah, that, that's not what I want to talk about. Okay, well, what is it then? The fuck happened to the Browns, man? C.J. Stroud happened, man. C.J. Stroud is that dude. I told you that in the podcast. I will give him a lot of credit, but I will give the most credit to whoever their offensive coordinator is, and I don't know the name of the man, unfortunately. The misdirection 
They were scoring at will. There was the nothing scheme, to do. They hadn't came out and used an offensive scheme like that mm-hmm. all year. Mm-hmm. And Cleveland just had nothing to counter it. No. They never. And, like, and, and at first we were keeping up with them, but, you know, yeah. with all the all, all of our guys out, I mean, we, I mean we're, we're not a team that's going to score 30, 40 points a game anyway. No. On a good I mean, day, they, yeah. They had but, a couple um, of times. We needed but... to score like 40, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and he's... Oh, he's gone. He's back. Yeah. Even when, like, Nick Chubb was healthy, too, and it mm. probably was even more so then. The Browns are not a team built to play from behind. No, they're no. really not. No, definitely not. And, and 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 you know, people wanted to crucify Flacco for throwing those two pick sixes, which were awful. But take them away, take them away. We still lose. Still lose twenty points. Yeah, yeah. You know, because if the, if their offense had the ball, then you know, say, give us a bit of a doubt. Say we scored instead of they scored on yeah. those two pick sixes. Then now their offense has the ball. They're going to march right down the field and score. Yeah, they it, they couldn't really be stopped. Yeah. Like the Cleveland did a pretty good job against the run, but they couldn't stop Stroud. No, and, and the, the, the NFL is going to have a lot of problems with that guy going forward. Why do in especially come that second big play? Like, how do you leave Nico Nico Collins that wide open over and over again? That and that, that that's happened to them a couple times this year. But yeah, and I mean I like their secondary a lot there too. And obviously, you have a pass rush, and they didn't like they didn't even come close to like sniffing CJ Stroud. Right on. They just got no pressure. So, and I mean, you know, I'm not backing on them just to back on them. I had Cleveland as my pick in that game. You know that. You did um, well. You, yeah. I think you went four, four and two. If I, if I counted, I it. did. Yep, and that's one of the ones. Oh, the missed. Dallas game was the other one. Everybody missed that one. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I mean, I expected Dallas to choke, just not in the first round against the Packers. Yeah, that was also an annihilation, man, and just oof. Most of the games were. I mean, were any of them close? Um, the Chiefs game was also technically a blowout. It was only like sixteen points, but man, just Miami had no answer in that cold, and I knew they wouldn't. That game went exactly the way I said it was going to go. By the way, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they just Tua couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> The Detroit Rams game was the good one. That was the game of the week. Yeah, but even was, the even the Lions were up big early. That was a great game, though. Yeah, I but, I didn't watch. I just checked. Uh, I checked in the morning, <laughs> and when I checked, I looked. I figured the Rams were going to win, and I looked at um the I mean not the Rams, the Lions, and I looked at the Rams score, and it was twenty three. And the last I seen, the Lions had twenty one. I said, "Don't tell me they blew this." No, I didn't want. I didn't want zigzag our our friend from uh. Death Crew Society, you know, I'm, you know, I'm rooting for him, even though his his uh his college team, which I despise, won the Natty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're gonna get more into Detroit here briefly, but and in, in, in shortly, but let's do them in order for for next. Oh, really? Yeah, do the games of the week. Yeah, actually, I don't know them. the order. Do you have them written down? Yeah, I got them. All okay, right. go ahead then. All right, the first game is gonna be those Texans in a bit of a tougher matchup. They got to go to Baltimore. And that's at four thirty on four thirty p.m. on Saturday. Now, see, in this game, C.J. Stroud is—he's about to be the the dude in the NFL MVP consideration. This and that and the other thing. He's going against the guy that is that guy, the actual the actual MVP. And um, we have the rookie. I said since Lamar came out, Lamar is like nothing I've ever seen in the NFL. Mm -hmm. We have the rookie of the year versus the MVP. And um, 
Yeah, the Ravens. The Ravens are going to handily <clears throat> win that game. I think so too, and I think the Cleveland game last week is a big part of that because they had now a week with that tape. Yeah. And that Baltimore, as much as I I respect the hell out of that Cleveland defense, Baltimore's defense is a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, and now they've had an extra week to rest, uh, the whole week of that tape, and then all the other tapes from for, throughout the year. So unless Houston comes up with another totally off the wall game plan, yeah. I think they're in big trouble. <laughs> right on. He, uh, Baltimore, Baltimore is a nine and a half point favorite at home. Oh, see, I don't know if they do they cover. Yeah, they cover. I think they do. I, I'm going yes. Yeah, I think they do. I, I mean, there could be garbage time score. They could be. It's, it's one of them games. They could be up like 17, like at the end, and Houston could get like a garbage time touchdown against like prevent defense. So, like, I don't know if I would like confidently bet the line in that, but I like mm-hmm. Houston. I mean, no, no, I like Baltimore to win, of course. Um. The other for, for the record, Bobby Slowick is the offensive coordinator in Houston, and he's getting head coach interviews. Oh, for sure! After that, master, <laughs> that was a masterpiece last week. We just we just made that guy head coach somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, I'm I'm no Cleveland homer at all. I'm not even a fan of theirs, but I'm not going to hate on him either. Their defense is great, and he made them look very bad. Very bad. So yeah, that dude last week, and they and they got some, they got a couple a couple guys back on defense. Our defense yeah. should have been better. Yeah, but that was his not. Bobby Slowick. You said Slowick. That was his masterpiece. That yeah. Game. So um, so you have that game. What's the next game? The next game is the other number one seed. This one in the NFC. It's Green Bay at San Francisco at eight fifteen p.m. Saturday. And just like the Houston Baltimore game, San Francisco is a nine and a half point favorite. And they cover as well. They probably do, although I'm rooting for Green Bay in this game for selfish reasons. Okay. What what are those selfish reasons? Because if like Green to... if Green Bay Oh, okay, I got it. Better then you get to host the NFC Yeah. If yes, you yes, yes, if yes. the next game, which is so, no, that's not the next that's Oh, last... actually that is the next game. Okay, there you go. Well, well let's go. Yeah, San Francisco, I think they cover. They're just too tough. Um, but again though. Baltimore made Brock Purdy and that San Francisco offense look really bad, and Green Bay had that. <laughs> Green Bay's got a damn good defense too. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there, man. They're going to give them a fight, but I think Frisco pulls away in the end. They're just too good and well-rounded. Yep. Can't stop McCaffrey. Nope. So. And then we go into Sunday at 3 p.m. We have Tampa Bay at Detroit. Detroit. Is a six and a half point favorite in that game. They do not cover, but they win. They, they do not cover. They do not win. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Yeah, Donald's with you, but you know he's the biggest Baker Mayfield homer in the world. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know. Detroit barely squeaked one out against a team not as good as Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay just smashed the team better uh, the, than the, Detroit. The, the Rams are better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, they're not. You're, 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 you're insane. No. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers barely got in the playoffs playing in the worst division I've ever seen in my life. That's not the worst division you've ever seen in your life. Pretty goddamn close. The Seahawks, goddamn close. Seahawks hosted a playoff game going 7-9. So. That doesn't mean that the division was worse. They might have oh, played better teams. Oh, that division was terrible that year. That was division, long, that was like, yeah, that's that was too like long ago to even get into, but they're yeah. on par with that, 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 that um, division anyway. So. Yeah, they, either either way, though, they barely squeak one out against a team that's not very good. And, and, and the Buccaneers won nine to nothing to get into the playoffs against the worst team I've seen in a long time. 
They did what they had to do. <laughs> and didn't that team beat them earlier on in the year? No. No? No? no. It wasn't no. one of their losses? Okay. No, they beat Philadelphia, though. Yeah, that's all I meant. I knew they would. I said they would. I, I told all, all my Philly guys in the comments, I said, sorry to do this to you, but it's not going to work out for you. I'm talking week. about the Panthers. The Panthers beat Philadelphia earlier in the year. Oh, did they? That's, they did. That must be the game I seen then. Yeah, okay, we like week, week two or three? That was, yeah, their first Early one. on in the year? Okay, <laughs> right on. Um, No, but I don't know, man. The momentum there, it just they're, they're, they're on all cylinders right now, man. The way if that Tampa Bay defense plays that like that, Detroit no almost nobody has no shot. But the thing is, does the defense show up? Yeah, we'll see. Detroit's see. Detroit's defense going to give up a ton of yards to Baker. That's going to happen. So are you are you betting the money line in that game, or are you betting are you taking the points? I'm, I'll take the money line because the odds are fucking fantastic. Right, I know. I mean, I I you know I just wanted to see which how confident you were in your your squad there. Tampa Bay money line and the under the oh yeah I forgot the over unders and the other one the over under is forty eight and a half but I'll go under in that one because that Tampa Bay defense is playing out of their fucking minds right now. Well, you know how, how's Tampa Bay gonna go up there and combat the that rough Detroit weather? Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. This idiot. That was great. Well, uh, we'll be out in that weather for about 20 seconds running from yeah. the to the field. Bowles handled that question <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> so then the last game of the of the week would be? And this is the game of the week. Kansas City, right? Yeah, Kansas City at Buffalo, 6.30 p.m. Sunday, and this is the main event. This will be the most competitive game. I think in this game, if it was in Kansas City, I'd go with Kansas City. In Buffalo, I'm going to go with Buffalo. In Buffalo, they're two and a half point favorites, which is Buffalo basically covers. saying it basically saying it's a coin flip field goal game. The mm-hmm. home team's three point favorite. That's basically pick them. Uh, I, I think KC has played very poorly this year. I think they're Super Bowl hungover, even though yeah, they won their division, they got in the playoffs. But ha- have they looked as intimidating as last year at any point? No, no. And Buffalo is playing pretty decent right now. Buffalo they, they had, they had a right now. Buffalo was like six and five, and then they ended up, you know, like eleven and six. Mm-hmm. So they did like the opposite of Philadelphia. Man, they they got stronger as the year went on, and it's the perfect time to be playing like that. I picked. Do you remember the very first episode we did when football was coming in? I picked Buffalo to win the Super Bowl. So I'm obviously picking them to win this game. Well, there you go. And, and we'll, over uh... under is forty five and a half, and I think that might actually go over. You think it's going to go okay? I think we'll it might. See. Depends on the weather there. If they get really, really shitty weather again, then no. So, All right. So, back to the main event, or finally to the main event. 40 minutes in, not 30 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, like you said, it's probably going to be a shorter review anyway. Yeah. And then we got to get out of here um, so we could uh, join um, either Charles Sherrod, the dive. He's doing, um, doing um, the little shop of horrors thing tonight. Ironically, yeah, you know what he's covering? No, no, not the little shop of horrors. Um, it is a musical, but it's the wrong one. Rocky Horror Picture Show, Rocky Horror. That's right. Yes, um, I was gonna say, how about that? That would be ironic as fuck, but no, no, I, I screwed that up. And he's got a metal band whose name escapes me on tonight as well. Um, so you know, that's the dive, and then um, the live chat for um, the Senators podcast with JP on YouTube after our show. So we're gonna get back to, to Hatchet. For those of you that didn't see it, isn't this awesome? (laughs) 
so I wanted to bring him out. So Hatchet, 2006's Hatchet, Adam Green. Um, hmm. Adam Green directed the film. Uh, he also directed, he's gone again. There he is. Frozen. Frozen. He directed Frozen. Did you see Frozen? Not the kids' movie, Frozen. <laughs> I wanted to have graphics and do the whole, the, you know, yeah. I can't even think of a broad song, you know, the song that she sang that was all Yeah, Let It Go. <laughs> Let It Go, yeah. I was, yeah. I, was, I was about to hit the button, but I didn't have time to get the thing in there. You know? <laughs> uh, Frozen is a cool movie, JP says. Oh, that's what I hear, but I haven't seen it. But um, I do love all the Hatchet movies, and this is the first one of the four. Now, when I watched this for the first time, I think I was listening to uh, – our friends at the Bloody Essentials podcast, when they were still on the Dolls of Horror podcast, and um, it sounded like something really cool to me on there. So I decided to watch them, and um, I'm going through Tubi, and I thought I didn't notice the little three slashes on part three in the logo. So I thought that was the first one, and I watched it, and then like so I watched three first, but then we went back and just did it all over again. But they're, they're, they're real cool movies. You know, all kinds of cool Easter eggs for giant horror fans. Um, yeah. Great practical special effects. No CGI. And um, But um, Adam Green, he also directed a short film called Driving Lessons. Have you ever heard of that? No. In this film, they're teaching Michael Myers how to drive. I really want to find this, but you know who plays Michael Myers? Who? Take a guess. Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. So technically, he's been on screen as all four of the. That's the not major... a film, though. I know it doesn't count because it's a it's it's a short. That's like a fan film, basically. Basically, I think it's only fifteen minutes. Yeah. The last one, Victor Crowley, is great as well. Yes, it is, and um, hopefully we'll review that sometime soon. I I really like that Felissa Rose in that and a bunch of other people. So we'll we'll talk about um the the, the cast first. We'll run through them real quick. Of course, you got Kane Hodder. We don't need to go into anything about him. You know, Friday Thirteenth. He's Jason, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Um, he was Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw Three and parts of it. Uh, the final guy in the movie, Joel yeah. David Moore. Yeah, and probably uh, the most accomplished actor in the movie. He plays Ben. He plays Ben. And the first thing I'm like, there's the dork from Grandma's Boy. And see, I, and I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's, uh, so it was a podcast earlier. They they brought that up, but I was that, thinking about Dodgeball. And that, yeah, he's in that too. That came. And out he's a dork in Avatar. He's the dork in Dodgeball. Yeah, he is just a lifelong dork in these movies. Yeah. And Grandma's Boy uh, came out the same year as this. Yeah, he was like the, so, the, the Terminator kind of character in video game. Yeah, yeah. Guy. So it's like really funny thinking he either played that role and then this one right after, or vice versa. It came <laughs> out at like the same time. So it's just like. He's still a dork, but just a different kind of dork. <laughs> and yeah, he he had his friend D Dean Richmond. Dion. Dion Richmond. Mm -hmm. uh, Kenny. That's what I wrote. Dion Kenny from the college. Isn't show. it? Yeah. I knew this guy looked so familiar. And I'm like, yeah. why do I know that guy? And he was also on psych, right? No, it's not him. They're, they're not the same guy. Are you that's sure? not him, no. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, though. I could have sworn I found out they were the same people. I'm going to look no, that up. No, no. Dion Richmond played Kenny from the Cosby Show. Cosby Rudy. Show. I know. I just yeah. thought it was the same guy. But he Rudy's was also... Little, uh, Rudy's little buddy. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, fun fact about him real quick. Uh-huh. Real tie-in here. The When the opening credits to this film come on, the music is Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Dion Richmond 
several years before this film was in a Marilyn Manson music video. Oh, this film was in a Manson music? Dion Richmond, the actor, okay, was in a Marilyn Manson music video years before this film. Which which song? Tainted Love, the cover. Oh, okay. I, you know what? I've never seen that because I never liked it. Yeah. You remember they covered fans. Soft Cell's Tainted yeah. Love? He yeah, is in Psych, by the way. I'm right. Oh, he's not. Ah, uh, he's in Psych as one episode. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's not a falsehood. The, he's not, he's not the, guy. the guy you're thinking of. He's, he's probably not. in it as a joke because people thought he was the guy. He looks like him. <laughs> he looks like him. Yeah. But yeah, it's not who you were thinking. But of. that's probably why he's in the one episode, though, because yeah. somebody was probably swearing it was the same guy, and they just put him in there as a haha. But yeah, I saw him. Like, is that Kenny all grown up? And but his was. horror connection, his horror connection, he was in Scream Three. That's a fact. Yeah, he, that's yeah. a fact. I, yeah. I, yeah. Because I tried to find it. Because in this movie, there's a lot of he used a lot of actors that have ties to other horror movies. And yeah. Scream Three played one of the actors that got that, that were making the movie stabbed that got killed. I just thought it was really coincidental too that he had two ties to Marilyn Manson of all people. <laughs> really weird, but hey, it's that's also a fact. So right on. Then we have our final girl, Amara Zara Zaragoza Zaragoza, something like that. See, I wrote my notes a lot better. You probably will not be able to see him because of my stupid camera. No. You it's can a, actually read this shit now. We're definitely going to talk a bit about her as we go on. Mm -hmm. So she um, was replaced in the sequels. She played Maribeth, and she was replaced in the sequels by Daniel Harris, who actually auditioned for the part. Mm -hmm. But Adam Green didn't want to put her in it because he didn't want to have too many horror icons. Bad decision. Bad, Very bad decision because it would be so much better if she was in all four of them, number one. And number two, this thing just became a thing where you – we're getting cameos from everyone. If you were ever in a horror movie, I'm putting you in my hatchet movie. Yeah. <clears throat> JP says that he played JP in Grandma's Boy. Talking about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was that was the dork's name in Grandma's Boy. <laughs> it was JP. <laughs> the game designer. Yeah, yeah. All right. Mercedes McNabb. Yeah. Her horror connection would be Adam's Family 1 and 2. Yeah. She was a, a cookie, a Girl Scout cookie salesman in the first one. And then the antagonist, one of, no, which would be the secondary antagonist, right? In part two. Something or would she like be the primary antagonist? I don't know. It depends on which way you look at it. Because you had the one girl that was fucking with Uncle Fester, and then you had her at the camp with um, Wednesday. Yeah. But she played Misty. And then Jenna was Jolie Fiore, and I, she looked so familiar to me, but I couldn't picture her. I couldn't find anything I knew her from. Yeah, I, I thought she was somebody else, too, and I looked it up, and it wasn't the person. And other notable people, Richard Real. Yeah. Richard Real, um, you remember him from Office Space? Absolutely. The jump to conclusions with the jump to conclusions mat. Yeah, and he was he, he, he was also in the cool one of the coolest scenes of Casino. Yes, remember him from Casino? I do. And Joe Pesci. Said yes, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right about the time I'm getting out of jail, you're gonna get out of your coma, yeah. and yeah. I'll knock you in your fucking head again. Because I'm fucking stupid. Because I'm fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he was like the bank manager. Yeah. 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 You put my money to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I put your fucking brain to sleep. <laughs> oh, jeez, good stuff, good stuff. He's been in a. He's like one of them character actors. Yeah, he's just always. 
ton of things. Those I are will, only two I wrote down. Though. I will always remember him most from Office Space. Though. Right, absolutely. Um, and uh, did I write his wife's name? No, I didn't write his wife's name. She she wasn't cool enough to get on my list here. And then you had some guys that just had like a little small cameos, but icons they are indeed. Robert England, Freddy yes. Krueger himself, was Samson. I've heard of him a couple of times. You heard of him a little bit? We don't need to get into his history, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, his son in the movie, who I wrote his name. I didn't write his shoot name yeah. because I found out I, I didn't think he mattered. And then I was listening to his podcast, and he was in the Blair Witch movie. Yeah, I wrote down Joshua Leonard, the dork from Blair That's Witch. That's it, the dork. Another the- dork. Yep, and in this movie, he played Angsley, I believe his name was. And he's the one that I did not recognize until after I watched the movie. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> he was all like, me neither. I didn't, when I heard that, um, yeah, when I heard that he was in that, uh, the the Blair Witch, and then I was like, oh yeah, that is him. He's the first. And he is the uh, first person that speaks in this film. Not the first person on screen, but the first uh, person that speaks. Okay. Um, Tony Todd. Yes. It, uh, played Reverend Zombie, who, uh, spoiler alert, will return. Yes. <laughs> he will return in these movies. He's the candy he, man. He needs to tend to his birds. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was a pretty cool little spot. Um, but he has a, a larger role later, and um, you, you'll, you'll see that. He is uh, the greatest kill in all, all four of the movies, in my opinion. Well, I can't wait. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to spoil that for you. Yeah. I'll let you get to that. I don't know which part it is because I don't know these movies like I know Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you got the great late John Carl Buchler. Buchler? It's not Buchler. It's Buchler. Buchler. But it's spelled Buchler, so it screwed me up there. He plays Jack Cracker. Yeah. Um, but, basically, but, this movie's Ralph. But more importantly, he yeah. does the effects. He does the effects in this movie. And mm-hmm. if I remember right, I might be fucking this up. I was talking to you before we went on air. Um, he was not really supposed to be doing the special effects. He was there just for the cameo. Mm-hmm. And Adam Green, I want to say, was doing the special effects himself. But then um, uh, John Beekler went like, hey, what about this? And let's do this this way. And like, he got more and more and more involved as so, the project went on. And then eventually, basically, you know, basically it was all him. So what you're saying is he healed in on the job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, if you got this guy there, he's one of the best ever. I mean, yeah. You're gonna and, and, and you know, low budget as it is, the budget was 1.5 million, right? And obviously, which, Kane is super comfortable working with them. So. Oh, absolutely, because um, they worked seven. together more than once, yeah. not just in part seven. Uh, they were uh, prison, yeah, that, 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 that movie, movie right? called Prison, yeah, yeah, that's what it was called. And then, for even more so, the effects work done in part seven, which was outstanding, and got murdered by the MPAA. Right, but still so, the effects were. Oh, they were still makeup, really good. Makeup jobs, how, makeup how much job better would they have been? You know, otherwise. Just, I mean, even just withstanding that, like yeah. the Jason like effects. Period. The costume. I, I think. I think with this, um, we got to see a lot of you know what we could have seen in in um, part seven, the No Blood. <laughs> if yeah. You refer to it as. That's right. The very very first uh, Friday film we reviewed on this channel. Go back and look. It's on Spotify. And iTunes. That's right. Now it is. It's on iTunes. The, the whole the whole catalog's on there. So, mm-hmm. so um, there might be a couple episodes that I I haven't posted on either either um platform, but I, I will get to that sooner or later. Uh, then you got a uh, 
I can't pronounce her name, but it's R I L E A H, which looks like Relea. Yeah. Vanderbilt. She was actually the young Victor Crowley. And went on to marry Adam Green. And went on to marry Adam Green. So you did some homework. Look at that. <laughs> and then she went on to divorce Adam Green. I thought that too, but I wasn't sure you didn't have time to fact check it. So I left that yeah. part out. But, but you can't really do one without doing the other. Yeah, you gotta yeah. <laughs> gotta be married before you can have a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's pretty much the cast. You forgot a couple. All right, who did I forget that that, that kind of mattered? One dude I wanted to bring up is okay. uh, Shapiro. Oh, the guy that, that played the director? The sleazy director, Joel Murray. <laughs> Joel Murray is the what was actor. it Bayou Beavers? <laughs> yeah. Now Joel I Murray. knew him. I, I recognized recognize him. I recognized him right away. He was, you know, he was the sleaze bag in this movie, but he was also. Do you remember a '90s sitcom called Dharma and Greg? I know Dharma and Greg. He was Greg's best friend from work, who was also a sleaze bag. Oh, awesome! So he's, he, he's got um, <clears throat> sleaze bag capabilities right and even though I, I did not look this up i know just by his accent he's from chicago or somewhere around there <laughs> right on and then there was uh the other only other actor you didn't mention uh was the the asian guy doing the talk. oh yeah the guy that's actually in all four of these movies yeah different role spoiler alert he plays a different role in at yeah. least three of them i think i think he reprises a role in four from one of the earlier movies, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't have his name in front of me, but he's the only other prominent. Like and he's person. been in a lot of things. He he was in yeah. um, General Hospital. That is true. Time. That is true. <laughs> I know that because I used to watch it with my wife. <laughs> I know it just because I looked at IMDb last night. <laughs> I, I I did not check his IMDb out, so I don't have any notes for him. But yeah, he, he's a pretty good. You know what kind of bothered me about him What's is. That? He's doing this. He's doing this fake accent yeah. for Louisiana, and then once like he figures out he's not from there, he has this like strong "I just moved here" Korean accent. Mm -hmm. Like, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have those two accents. Yeah. But I mean, trying to make sense out of this movie maybe is a mistake on my part. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and we're gonna get to that as well. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right on. Okay, so where, where, where do we want to start here? We'll start right at the beginning. Um, because right away, I mean, it's, the, you know, first person you see is Robert England. Mm -hmm. And I think we have a big missed opportunity here. Yeah, what, what, what's that? The fact that he's killed off screen. Oh. I want to see Jason kill Freddy on screen. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a big missed <laughs> opportunity right there having him killed off screen. Yeah, that 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 that, that is true. I didn't um I didn't realize that he was killed yeah. off screen. Yeah, because you know his son just stumbles upon his body mm. when he's taking a piss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, and then we get like just the crazy, insane like the Mardi Gras. The go no, the gore. Like, oh yeah, yeah, dude! Just like whoa, this, you're you're buckled the fuck up. You're in for it. Now, uh, uh, did you um feel the same? I know you didn't, but I'm gonna ask the question anyway. Um, yeah. The a, a, as excessive as the gore is in this movie, did it have the same effect as, as Terrifier on you? No, I didn't. I didn't think. I knew the answer to that already. I don't know. No, why I it did. It didn't make me uncomfortable. 
No. No. But it's you know, so there's a way where you can do crazy gore without being mm-hmm. sick. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, this, this was this was that, and this same with like I've been watching a lot of Walking Dead lately. Right on. And this was akin to that. Some of that gore is really extreme in that, but it doesn't like make me uncomfortable or make me queasy or anything like right, right. like Terrifier does. Yeah. And you know, if you like that thing, you know that's that's cool too. But uh, I just think, and I do like the Terrifier movies, but I think some of it was a, l- a little bit excessive and I, unnecessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could have got you know, your point across different, but go ahead. And then you mentioned the Mardi Gras stuff up from, you know, the greats, you know, for everything and that whole thing. And I really think we get a bait and switch here. Like, it's like, oh, my God, this big setting in New Orleans and, you know, the bayou and all that. And they're just really shooting in some fucking woods that could be anywhere. You know, it just (laughs) I think, you know, and it's actually, you know, one of my bottom five things. We'll talk about that. Yep. Right on. Um, I had no problem with that the, the setting, like because they had to get out of there. You know, they had to have a reason to be in New Orleans. Uh huh. You know, so obviously Mardi Gras is your reason, and then you know you move them to the the swamp where everything that matters happens. But mm, we, yeah, there's a different way to go about it, but that's okay. Oh well, right on, right on. So then, um. You know, uh, so we got we got all of our guys here. Uh, one one of the guys in his group was a uh, was Adam Green, actually. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the guys in the group. And um, fun fact: when these guys are puking in this movie, that is real throw up. That is not fucking special effects. That is shoot vomit. That is shoot vomit. And that's one of the things. That, I'll take the goriest fucking shit. I don't like watching people throw up. I don't it's like it either. Disgusting. It's uh. uh that was a. They they puked the hard way. Yeah, the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, was, uh, yeah, oh yeah, just disgusting. <laughs> but so, so um, and the the, the gist the gist of, the gist of it is, you know, long story short, mm-hmm. you know, these kids are on vacation, and then they go to do this tour, and then they've oh, don't come to this area. Because it's this guy's territory, his area. Everybody that goes here gets killed or disappears or this or that. Where have we heard that before? You know. Oh yeah, obviously. So, I mean... just... <laughs> but it's a, yeah, it's a, that's that, that's the the plot line and storyline in a lot of these movies. That sums the whole movie up in like ten seconds. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really does. <laughs> And it, it was. It was like a, a throwback to like an 80s slasher. Uh, obviously, like borrowed heavy on a lot of these things. I hear that uh, he had the idea for the, uh, yeah, for um, Victor Crowley's backstory at summer camp when he was eight years old, where he mm-hmm. got the idea for this guy. And uh, it goes more into Victor's mythos in the next like few movies, like how how he can do everything he's doing why he's doing everything he's doing and eventually just like all these other movies it will they will do too much <laughs> it will turn into like a whole thing yeah it just so, you know it's also funny you mentioned terrifier just like mm-hmm. oh well there's a reason this happened and that happened but you got to wait like four movies to find out right right because <laughs> out of here because i'm gonna go out on a limb and say he doesn't know why and he has to like patch those holes later 
I agree with you completely. <laughs> I think that's on both on defensive. both on both counts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and again, with this movie and with a lot of these horror movies we review, we're not talking about Academy Award winning no. fucking movies, and you don't always need a great story. And a great cast. Speaking of the cast, I wanted to mention something about the cast. Like, we had talked about Jason Goes to Hell and how I thought it was one of the better ensembles of characters. And, um, you know, you had, you brought up a different Friday. I think you brought up Friday 4, 4. and, of course, Friday 5. And this movie did not have that. No. You didn't give a good goddamn about any of these people, and they never um, gave you a reason. There's two of them that I do, and we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. So that's probably the same too for me, but okay. <laughs> probably. And I, I hope for the same reason because there was I don't know, in its own way, I found something very charming about this film. You no, know, yeah. I, I, don't get me wrong. I might be I might be coming off a negative about the movie, but I love the movie. I but don't. I also love a lot of, <laughs> I, I didn't think you would. I don't I, the, you were kind of throwing me off for with your vibe. I was thinking maybe yeah. you <laughs> See, I don't I don't hate it though either. Right. I think I'm going to rate this one probably differently than you think. Yeah. Um, and there are a couple of reasons. But we'll get to that later on. So we're, we're, we're um, going to the thing. Uh, ben, ben broke up with his girlfriend. He's all pissed off and upset about that. Marcus is trying to make him feel better. They... Here, they, his brother had told him about this cool tour that you could take and, and you know, win in Rome. So they go to book the tour with um, Candyman, Rob uh, Rob Zombie. Not Rob Zombie. Been a whole different movie. It was him. Reverend Zombie. <laughs> what? Oh, and you know what I wanted to say? I, I forgot. I'm going to back this up and we'll come back. Boom, boom. The beginning of the movie when they're in the swamp, um, Robert England and uh, Josh, whatever the fuck his name is. Leonard. Yeah. Did, did you um pick up that? Do you think that was um the music at that point? Was meant to sound like Harry Manfredini, or did it not? And I'm just crazy. I didn't think it did. I thought it did a little bit. Okay. Nevertheless, Maybe. back to where we are. So Reverend Zombie, they're going to book this tour with them, but he can't do it because his uh, some insurance, some guy suing him. It was a funny <laughs> line. <laughs> I don't remember if we ever find out about his birds he went to go tend to, though. I hope we do. I can't remember because I haven't seen these movies in a while, and I've only seen them probably once each. Well, except for the one we're reviewing now, I watched two times this week. But neither time was I able to actually sit and just really pay attention to it either. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm glad you, you took notes and paid better attention probably than I did. <laughs> so they go to get on this tour, and that's when we're hit with one of your uh, one, one of your uh, favorite things, the character bomb. Yeah. <laughs> the big bomb of characters. There's like five of them like we're hit over the head with in like one scene. Yeah, well, between between the scene at the at the the, the Sean Sean something Sean was his name in the movie the Asian guy yeah. at his shop when they're going to get on the bus and yeah you're hit with the the two girls the the softcore porn stars and um, the director the director the sleazy director and the then older they get couple the older, the older couple, couple and the Asian tour guide. And the Asian tour guide and the people. mysterious, mysterious local girl, Mary Beth. Oh, seven people. Yeah. yeah. Is Which bombs. is our our whole little our whole little um, character ensemble for the rest of the movie. Yeah, that's seven of the nine people, like mm -hmm. that we're just smashed with. <laughs> yeah, boom! Here you are. Yeah. 
So they go and they're the the swap. Um, the Sean guy doesn't really know. He, he he's faking it until he makes it. He doesn't really know what's going on. They're, he's saying um, different announcements on his loudspeaker. They're correcting him. And he you know he just doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. And they finally get on the boat and uh, they're going in a tour in a swamp where they're not supposed to be. And they don't know why they're not supposed to be there, I don't think, yet, right? Well, and, they do and they don't because the Crowley name already was mentioned. Yeah, oh, yeah. In the shop, they were selling the T-shirts. Yeah. And then the tour guide mentions it on the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tour guide mentions it on the boat. But it was we the talked about the wrong house. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. They, so the boat ends up running up against some rocks and gets stuck, right? Yeah. Isn't that what happened? So at that point, they got to get off the boat. Whilst trying to get off the boat, uh, Richard Reel gets his leg bit by an alligator because they're in the swamp. And don't they shoot the alligator? Yes. Yeah, um, Mary Mary Betts. That's where she reveals she has a gun. (laughs) Right on. And then um, that's when they discover – she tells the story of um, Victor Crowley and the legend of why he is who he is. He got killed with a hatchet in the middle of his face by his dad by accident. And, uh, how he was tormented and tortured growing up. And, uh, yeah. And uh, that sets the whole scene. We're about halfway through the movie at this point. We're about, what, yep. 40 minutes in. The movie's about an hour and 20 minutes. So. And then it just turns. Just turns into your typical slasher body count rising. Oh yeah, five type deal from then. So, out of all these kills that that happened, which one did you like the best, and why? I'm saving it because it's on my top five list of things oh, I like. Okay. <laughs> there, I, yeah, I, one I, one of these kills in particular is one of my five favorite things. So, right on. I'm gonna save it. So. They, they, they kill this guy like almost immediately. They, they shoot him, gun him down, but then he comes back. Yeah, too and good then they be. set him on fire and he comes back. And they, they, they kill this guy over and over again, but he keeps coming back and killing them and killing them in very violent, violent ways. Mm-hmm. One of the people, did you notice uh, the, the, the tribute to the Friday the 13th 6? Where they, they slam the guy's head into the tree? Oh, the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't really have any knowledge if that's really what they were going for, but probably was what they were going for with Might all of the little Easter eggs and hidden things in movies of the past. Even though that wasn't Kane. No, that wasn't Kane, but this guy's favorite Friday the 13th was probably part six. I mean, let's keep it keep it a buck, as they say. What? Just because Kane was in his movie doesn't mean that. Part six was most people, sane people's favorite Friday the 13th. It is most people's favorite. You know, it's not mine. Is it really? You don't think it's most people's favorite? I think four is most people's favorite. Eh, I don't know. I hear six a lot. I hear four a lot. Yeah. I hear one a lot. I hear two a lot. I don't hear one a lot anymore. I used to. Yeah. The the old heads usually go for that one. (laughs) The ones that are like, Really into like you know, classic horror, more classic stuff. But yeah, like you said, they kill this guy over and over, but they really don't. They really don't, and I don't think they ever mentioned why in this. Like, they, but um, they talk about it. They go into depth in the next few movies, but and I don't remember exactly why 
but he re relives the same day over and over again. Hey, your dog's making a cameo. Kind of like <laughs> it's kind of the same day over and over, so it's kind of like a horror Groundhog Day. Is what you're saying? It is. It is absolutely like a horror Groundhog Day. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then they, you knock these guys off one by one. Like I said, we're not going to go into a scene by scene thing. No, and, uh, no point. So we, we 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 go to the end, and um, they're trying to get away from him. And uh, Ben is in the boat, or so she thinks. And the hands reach out. She grabs Ben's hand, but really, I mean, it is Ben's hand. <laughs> it's just no longer connected to his body. Right. And the the movie abruptly ends. I and, actually uh, saw that coming. You did. Okay, yeah. cool. See, a lot of people didn't, but um, I did. One, two, and three is like two, three, and four on Friday, where they they're continuous. They I've heard one that. picks up right where the other one leaves off. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna start right right at the end of this in part two, mm -hmm. and then in part three, and then four is a little bit later. It's not the same weekend. And that's so, why it's called Victor Crowley and not Hatchet Four. Quite probably. You know, I still would have probably called it Hatchet for it, but <laughs> or how about Victor Crowley <laughs> sure, sure. sub subtitled Hatchet for it. Right. Something like that. You know, to let you know for sure it's the same film, yeah. you know, make it easier to yeah. find. <laughs> but who knows? So you said um you said you didn't like it and you didn't hate it. So no time like the present. We're over an hour into this show, so <laughs> and a show that I thought was gonna be a short show is actually running long. <laughs> So, top five things, bottom five things. You pick which one you want to do first. Top. All right. Number five, John Carl Beekler's effects. Nice. That was number five. Okay, probably be higher on my list, but okay. That's cool. I uh, thought he did a great job. Um, some of the kills, well, they were all good, but some of them, you know, I didn't really tell a story sometimes they're a little bit too much but you know for what they were going what for, about when the one guy the one guy gets hit in the head with the chick's head <laughs> and i really I, i've said it before in this podcast i really really want a prosthetic head i'll take a prosthetic arm but i want a prosthetic head that's been used in a movie so bad that would it doesn't be even have to be a good head or a good movie yeah either one just, just i anything. need one yeah anything <laughs> i know a guy that has one and i don't think he'll give it to me <laughs> yeah, I know a guy personally that has one that I, I don't think I, I can get off this. He has two, as a matter of fact. But the Jason well, head. Well, you've you've heard the expression: two heads are better than one. Two heads are better than one, <laughs> and that's probably why I'll get neither from him. But <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I digress. Number four. Number four was uh, Dion Richmond as Marcus. I really enjoyed this character. Okay, and I he really was, did. He, he, he did a good job, but I, I yeah. but um, I, I just don't think any of the characters really had a lot of depth to them except for our final girl. Mm. Wow. But <laughs> we're going to talk watch about the other movies. When you watch <laughs> the other movies, you're going to think that she was a waste too. <laughs> well, diff different actress though. You know? Yeah, because Daniel Harris was so much better. How could she be worse? But that's on the other list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number three. Number three would be the head snap kill, Shannon's kill. Oh yeah, that Great. was Just backwards. That was my favorite. Yeah, the older lady, Richard's yeah. wife. You know yeah. who? You, you know who else's favorite it was? Who? Kane Hodder himself. Oh, it was. It's his favorite kill he's ever done on screen in any movie. 
I've never heard that. Yes. Awesome. That's my favorite one. And, it's and not he, my favorite. He, it's not my favorite kill he's ever done on film, but it's my favorite in this movie. Yeah. And and he, he was talking about how cool she was about it and how, how like a lot of actors like he put his hands all up in her mouth, they're fucking yeah. filthy. Yeah. And like a lot of actors and actresses would not want to yeah. do that. And she was all for it, do whatever, you know, real real trooper about it. But yeah, it was Kane's favorite kill in any movie, not just this oh, movie. I loved it. <laughs> this was a good one, yeah. So I see why you waited. Okay. And number two. Number two is Tony Todd's cameo. Oh, cool. Loved it. I love Tony Todd. I do I, too. Just his screen presence, even just in a filler in a little two-minute role, yeah. Yeah. It's Which, that voice yeah. that yeah, the, the way he looks, everything. And that's why Candyman is the scariest motherfucker in word. I love like, this, his voice. like the Mardi Gras makeup he had on too. The, yeah. the whole deal, the whole outfit. And then the story, and then it just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a bad joke, is what it turns into. But the, <laughs> way, but the way he delivers it makes it awesome. Yeah, you're thinking it's this, yeah, this crazy thing, and then yeah, he just goes off with it. Yeah. So I loved seeing—I loved seeing him show up. Loved no, that, that, that was good too. And again, he's going to come back, and he'll—he'll he'll come back. But my favorite kill later. Oh. Num number one, so right? Number one, the number one thing you like the most about this movie. My number one favorite thing. Those four things. I don't know what you could have at number one because those all four were really good. And this, you know, this this ties into what I said. Like I found something actually kind of charming about this film, and this is it. It's Ben and Marcus's friendship and chemistry. Okay, cool. I actually I really liked how he ditched his, you know, the other guys to go off with him because he knew his buddy was having a hard time. And he was hurting. Yeah. He absolutely and we've like, all been in that position, so we can relate. I'd rather skin my dick than do this, but he did it anyway. He did it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And that was a great line, too. I'd rather skin my own dick. And when, when, he's, when he's like, hey, you, you got 40 bucks on you for this? It's like, yeah. oh, you don't got no cash? I was like, no, yeah. I'm just not paying for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be I'll be here in support, but not that support. They ain't no. get my money, goddammit. But then their chemistry on the bus when dude's trying to talk to the girl, and he's just like, smacking him on the head like what the fuck man <laughs> nice jacket you know <laughs> no i thought they, no, they played they, off they, of each other they, very they, well they they were good and um he was um the, the the other when i said two people that had um some kind of a depth to him him and um him and the final girl more so him than the final girl because he was you know tied through everything mm -hmm. so okay so i guess we're at the the negative portion of this the the bottom five things yeah and here's where I think you're gonna probably rip this movie to shreds. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, some of these are more brutal than others. Some of them are just nitpicks. You know, um, number five is the bait and switch of Swampland slash New Orleans. Like, boom! It's like we're in New Orleans. It's a big setting, and then you know we're just in some woods. You know, I just felt bait and switched. Like I thought there'd be more to this production, and we could have shot this in the fucking metro parks. <laughs> they may have who knows yeah. i do know where they shot it but i can't remember you know and i get you know you say there's oh, a story in one of these movies maybe all of them i don't remember which but there's a story about the where they shot it and it, mm -hmm. it's a cool story but i can't remember it so we won't get into it <laughs> we can't yeah i mean but i think it mad like yeah it, you know you're saying like it could be just a metro Is that, i think that there's some history in the filming location. Like, I think it was used in another movie, but I can't remember, so... 
I could be just talking shit. Who knows? Yeah, one well, well, when we're watching it, we don't know that, nor do we care. Oh no, yeah, you would know. This is <laughs> behind the scenes stuff I heard on a podcast. Yeah. I, um, I'm just I just don't remember the details of it. My number four least favorite thing was uh the whole Misty is a dumbass angle. They just they just played into it too much, just over and over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, she's a dumb blonde, she's a ditzy blonde, we get it, but just over and over and over. And a couple of the jokes early on, like I never heard of NYU. That's kind of funny. <laughs> but like later on, like just I'm gonna just, call the police, they haven't bring the cops. Yeah, it just that was it, stupid. It's so bad, you know. There was a lot of bad comedy in this yeah it, some things that they they thought would be funny that just weren't you know there's there's good comedy too in this you know again that's back to the ben and marcus she said it was allergic reaction to her fabric softener that's yeah. funny that's funny. <laughs> that's fucking funny yeah but yeah the, the whole and the, misty, and the guy getting hit in the head with the head yeah i laughed my yeah. ass off yeah the whole misty dumb blonde thing and eh. it's just been done to death in history anyway do a couple they of didn't jokes do it, they do didn't the, do it right do the couple of jokes at the beginning, cool. But throughout the whole movie, over and over, it just hitting us over the head with it. Right on. So, no. so we're on to number three. Number three, and we talked about this earlier. Um, was Robert England being killed off screen? Mm-hmm. I think it's a huge missed opportunity, and it's right at the beginning, you know, because I'm just like, I know I saw this movie a long time ago, and it'd been a while. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, we get to see Jason kill Freddy. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we no, don't. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, we just see Freddie laying there dead, you know, and it kind of irked me because again, that's a big missed opportunity there, right? For like a real. I wonder why it didn't go down that way. If we ever get Adam Green on this show, which I'm going to try, and I think I have tried, but uh, (laughs) we might be able to ask him someday. Okay, my number two is, uh, however you say it, Amara Zaragoza as right. a final girl. And she's had more than one name. She legally changed her name to that. I don't know what it is, what it used to be off the top of my head. So Yeah, her as a final girl uh, did not I care think you're her. Daniel Harris a lot more. Well, I love Daniel Harris. Yeah. Just and her as a final girl just felt flat again. Just like, oh my God, I wonder what happened to my dad and my brother, but I already <laughs> have all the answers, you know? Right. Like, I mean... No discredit to her. I thought it was a very poorly written part. Mm-hmm. Um, and she can only, again, you can only deliver the lines on the page, but just her acting fell flat to me and I didn't like her chemistry with anyone. So right on. it just seemed kind of there. So was that number two? That's two. What is the thing you liked the absolute least about this film? The plot storyline in general. and done to death a million fucking times and it didn't doesn't do anything original whatsoever. Right. So. I mean the nah, no, nah, not really. I mean they no, they, they, no. they brought yeah, us, don't, don't even think about it. It doesn't. I mean Victor <laughs> Victor Crowley was a kind of a, a new guy, but he he is a lot like Jason. He's a lot like Jason. Looking a lot like any throwaway yeah. horror like right. like But it was cool that they finally gave us something new that you know built into a franchise. There was like four of them, but no, there was nothing really super special at all. No. I agree. I agree with mostly everything you said. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I like the movie. And uh, we'll go and get into our grades of the movie because we're going like hour 15. We're and good. I got to get out of here soon anyway. <laughs> but um, grades of the movie. Now, I'm going to grade this twice. I'm going to grade it. I love the movie. I watched the movie 100 times. I will give it a B. 
as far as how much I like the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm going to rate it like a critic, yeah, I'm not going to give it a B because no. I always say like my score and the score objective score is always going to be different. Like one one you know one day I'm going to critique a movie where I'm going to say this is an A critically, but critically critically critically, but I didn't like it. I would give it a you know a D, but. I like the movie. I watch it just about any time. I give it about a B that way. But if, as a critic and like you know, as a movie, things that they could have did, things that they didn't do, the story, um, they, the cast just being so blah, just there. Um, C minus. Mm-hmm. That's funny you say that because uh, <clears throat> I had this at a C minus last night. Mm-hmm. That's where I had it. Yeah, because. I don't think it's a good movie, but some of it was entertaining to me. Right. I mean, it's a fun movie. Pop the right. popcorn, watch the movie, enjoy the kills. Yeah. But I got to sleep on it and thought about it more. Mm-hmm. I can't go higher than a D plus on this. And I'm close to a D plus. I mean, I'm C minus D plus. I'm in that area too. It's just, you know, I mean, is it microwave massacre? No, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> But it, it there's there's a lot of problems with it. A lot of problems with the story. A lot of problems with the cast. But like every movie doesn't have to be great to be good. If that makes sense. I'm trying you to know? think of the last film I gave a C minus to, and I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. We got to start keeping track of this. Shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll go through it. I know I gave Secret Santa a D plus. Yeah. And I like this movie better than that. Okay. But. The last film I gave a C minus to, I like that film better than this one. So it's like right in that area, right? And and, and same for me. But and um, I like I I like the movie and I like the whole series. And they do get progressively better, or at least I remember it that way. We'll have to revisit I, and find out. I was entertained enough that I am willing to go further and watch <laughs> watch the next one. You're not dreading it like you're dreading watching Terrifier. No. <laughs> No. Did you um, did, did we do Terrifier or did we just do All Hallows Eve? We did All Hallows Eve. Also, oh, you hadn't even gotten a Terrifier. I watched the first full length one. Okay, good. Yeah. Or bad or whatever, but <laughs> I, I, I saw clips from the second one. The second one, there's a whole lot going on, man. There's a whole lot. The Let's see. clips. Oh, yes. The clips Somebody alone. Yeah. Rob Dell, he's still with us. I didn't think anybody was still with us, but he gives it an A minus. Wow. And again, wow. like I said, I'm not, I'm not grading the film on how much I liked it. I'm grading it like on whether or not it's a good or great movie, and like you know, like you know, critically. And yeah, I'm C minus, D plus. I'm right in there. Yeah, you know. But I really like the movie. I gave it a B. I'll watch it again. I'll, I'll, I love it. See, this is one like, yeah, it's kind of maybe I'm maybe I will go C minus because I would watch it again. Yeah. Whereas well, with I, Secret, I, there's some F movies I'd watch again. Right. Where with Secret, <laughs> well, Secret Santa was a D plus, and I will never watch that movie. Again. There you go. Right on. So, okay. So maybe no, this is still a D minus, man. But I, but it's a different kind of D minus. D plus. D plus. Or D, yeah, D plus. D plus. Yeah, yeah you're right. I'll still think it's C minus. D plus. Yes, yes. Right on. Okay. So we're going to wrap this up, guys. Um, if you haven't already, go turn on the Cine Nerds or, or the Dive podcast, either one, maybe both. 
<laughs> support our friends. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you back next week on um, on the show. Don't know what we're going to do. Um, if you got an idea, you can text me. Yeah, That's I got you, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> not them, you. <laughs> yeah, not them, you. <laughs> and uh, we'll get a flyer up. But two weeks from now, if my math is right, would that be the February 8th thing? I don't know. So but Brett Wagner, three. we'll have Brett Wagner that's on three weeks. three weeks. Okay. Brett Wagner will be on to talk um, his uh, casting of Texas Chainsaw, what happened with the movie, all kinds of fun stuff. So is Ryan going to where Kate? Yes, Ryan is going to be there as well. We're both going to be up there, and uh, we we both might partake in the cosplay contest. I don't know. Now he says no. I was no, going to say, I'll, I'll loan you my hood. I'm just going as a fan. Okay. I was going to say, I'll loan you, I'll loan you Roy's hood. You can borrow it. I'm just going as a fan for this one. Because <laughs> he had a hood, but it got ruined. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So we're going to get out of here. And, um, yeah. And we'll see you guys next week at 7. And we'll talk about some cool horror stuff. Don't know what. We'll figure it out. And uh, you got anything else to say, Ryan? Go Bucks, And there goes the neighborhood. <laughs>